Welcome back to another episode of Agni Rising. I'm Natasha Rachel of Holistic Herbal Wisdom. And I'm Kieran Kaur of Luna Kind. Two sisters inspired to come together to share the wisdom of astrology, Ayurveda, self-discovery, and cultivating a connection with the self. In this episode, I wanted to share all about the changes of Vata season. And Vata season correlate to autumn. And there's a lot of reasons why these two go hand in hand. And if you're familiar with the doshas, you would understand or you'll have an idea about why certain themes about the Vata dosha relate to the season of autumn. So let's go right into it and let's talk a bit about some of the similarities. The Vata dosha is characterized by cold, dry, rough, windy, subtle and erratic tendencies. And it's represented by the elements of ether and air. And it's also governed by prana, so the life force. It was a really powerful time. And actually most things come from prana. All energy is prana. And when we look at autumn, we can see those similarities in the changes of the wind speeds, of temperatures. Um, So we're moving out of a pitta season. We're seeing a big change in the warmth. We're seeing a change in the daylight hours. We're seeing a change in how we're feeling. And we can notice a lot of this change in physically in nature. We now see some of the greens that we were kind of nourished with over summer turn to a reddish brown color. We start noticing temperatures drop or even on some days be quite warm and then all of a sudden throughout the day turn very cold. So we're getting that erratic nature of Vata. And in comparison to the pitta season that we're coming out of, where things were fast paced, where we were lively, where we were really interested in socializing or meeting new people, we kind of have that vibrant energy. We're moving more to an element of space. We might notice we want to spend more time at home, looking inwards, maybe spending some more quality time with specific individuals and cultivating those relationships. And that's really characterized when you think about autumn in terms of how we start to dress. We start wearing warm jumpers. We start covering ourselves up a bit more with scarves and hats. And we're probably more inspired to take long walks than go for runs in the morning because we're taking in things at a much slower rate. And that element of space is pretty, pretty much um, exactly what Vata Dosha is about. What characterizes it specifically is space. Vata in itself is the space in our body, the space between our bones and organs. And when you think about how we're physically built, apart from being mostly water, the other thing inside of our bodies is space. So can you share with us a bit about why it is useful to know what season is related to which dosha and how this helps on like a wider level? So like we know in Ayurveda, we are all made up of all of three doshas, regardless of what our dominant one is. And knowing which one correlates to which season, as well as which one we correlate to or which we're more dominant to, can really help us observe our environment and see how those environmental changes affect us. And when you think about the environmental changes that are happening right now, they're quite drastic in terms of what we're coming from in terms of a pitta season. And in knowing that that these things are changing, that can help us understand how we can then adapt, what, what lifestyle changes we can make so that we can live in more harmony with nature so that we don't have to feel the kind of impact of that change in such a difficult way. It can be quite challenging when you've moved from 
a fast-paced environment to all of a sudden feel like I don't know why but my body is slowing down or my environment is making me feel like I can't continue with the same activities. Think about your daily activities, the foods you consume, the exercise you choose to take, the socialization you have, the kind of self-practices that you have. All of those things are your daily routine and all of those things are going to be affected by this. Ultimately, we're trying to give our nervous system some support and balance through this change and nurture what that change brings through allowing it to take place. So what are some of the specific practices you can share with us that we can take up so we can be in alignment with this season? So I'm glad you asked that because I think that is the key to riding through this change smoothly. Like anything, if we avoid or we repel change, we end up feeling the kind of harsh impact or almost whiplash of that kind of situation. So some of the best things for a vata dosha situation or season is to keep a daily routine. And that is important for anyone with a vata dominant dosha. But during this time, keeping um, a sleep routine keeping mealtimes roughly to a certain kind of similar time throughout the day, keeping a physical practice at a certain time throughout the day and a meditation practice. Being consistent with all of these really helps us to feel comfort and stability while we're noticing this erratic movement of energy around us. So it's about cultivating a healthy routine that aligns with how the season is changing yeah exactly we're responding it's almost like a call and response mother nature and the seasons they are going to do what they want regardless of what we're doing and we just need to be aware of that and balance that out otherwise we can end up in a really difficult situation and that's not just physically but mentally too and i don't know i'm feeling like this links into like um how we can take a leaf out of animals books in terms of this is the time they will go into hibernation Mm. and they will harvest the food then during this period as well um, for the winter months to store. This is true like when we think about what animals are preparing to do now what lots of um, mammals are beginning to do is store their food for example like you said find somewhere cozy get away from the kind of the wind is going to increase now right so they have to create a stable home outdoors they need to make shelter yeah they need to find and make sure they have enough food to cover them for that kind of whole winter season until they come back out in spring so would it say that it kind of really connects to the muladhara chakra the root chakra about creating this sense of safety nourishment making sure your needs are met yeah that's exactly what we're doing we need to combat what's happening around us the kind of fast-paced change and and really erratic nature of temperature and winds and and seasonal changes uh by really grounding ourselves and some of the things we can do uh in terms of doing that for ourselves is some self-oil massage this really keeps the tissues nourished and lubricated and really supports your circulation especially when the wind uh, is quite rough and really starting to dry out our skin uh I like to use sesame oil or almond oil with a couple of drops of maybe some geranium essential oil, which is really energizing for this period. Citruses Um, as well. Yeah, definitely. All those kind of lemon balms, um, lemon verbena. I don't know if I said that correctly. Those those really uh, citrus tones that awaken our senses, especially when we can feel like maybe a bit more lethargic than usual. Um, because now's not the time to hibernate yet. Remember, that's winter. Mm. We still need to be preparing and um, changing. So I guess one of the main things about 
our practices is how we can daily we can implement them in daily routines is little things like changing um constant showers to a couple of baths with essential oils um slowing down your yoga or physical practice to long walks and hikes or maybe restorative practices with bolsters blankets making those practices rhythmic and calming through repeating movement so that we're really relaxing the mind and body together and i'm sensing into during this time that we really need to like tap into our levels of comfort and be surrounded around those things that keep us like warmed and nourished like comfortable mm. um and like be burning like kind of woody scent would yeah. you say like thinking about incense yeah you're you're really thinking about bringing the outdoors in as well so like i said going for long walks and hikes instead of running yeah. is going to be something you favor but that the reason being is you're slowing down your pace so that you can take in all of that visual uh, and aromatic and sensory nature outside and the changes that's happening mm. the land is going to be a bit more soft and damp even though the sun is shining you still need to keep yourself warm it will be quite chilly because there will be winds about so changing your clothes um really looking for that comfort in every kind of step and movement of the day is something really specific and i think that really leads us nicely onto how we're going to f- nourish ourselves through food right mm um like with all seasons for example you everybody knows that certain foods grow at certain times yeah and that's a really quick indicator as to tell you what to eat now mm. and what to stop eating and Natu- color you can go by color precisely like what kind of colors do you think about in autumn reds browns orange yeah that kind of warm colors exactly deep colors. and what kind of vegetables like or squash exactly yeah so even in the simplistic way we don't really need to look too far why don't we look at it at the most simplistic level what colors am i seeing what can i put on my plate that relates to that we're no longer looking for those bright salady colors of different fruits and veg and, and kind of leafy veg that dries us out that keeps us moist um we're looking for things like uh root vegetables and we want to spice them we really want to cook them they need yeah, to be what warm. kind of flavors do you suggest during this time so some great uh flavors for soups and stews and things mm. like that are ginger cinnamon nutmegs peppers i know a lot of people out there love to use pumpkin for desserts at this time yeah pumpkin pie it's a big thing in america just hearing you that. saying all these kind of dishes and flavors makes me feel like really warm <laughs> exactly some of the like you know what in a in a key way you want substantial foods that are nourishing, high in protein, high in fat, and cooked in oil, usually served hot with stimulating spices. And some of those stimulating spices um, are ginger, which I mentioned, are coriander, fennel, um, uh, licorice even. Um, however, I guess one of the simplistic ways to put it is mm. tastes, right? Yeah. Like you know, vata dosha is related to tastes and we want to look at pacifying those tastes so that we don't increase that, mm. which means we want the opposite. We want to favor those sweet, sour and salty tastes that build tissues and build nourishment. So thinking about that when you're selecting food is a way to simplify it. It can be quite confusing when you go and you're like, I don't know where to start with my meal. I know what I think I might want, but actually your body will tell you what you want look at what's available to you and see what you're drawn to and kind of put some different tastes in your mouth and begin cooking with them but make sure that you're keeping your food warm this is not a time for smoothies this is not a time for icy drinks or frozen oh, yeah. food um that can build up some mucus 
and lead you to more illness. And some of the herbs that you just said, like ginger and coriander, um, that doesn't only have to be in our cooking, right? We can drink mm, through tea. Exactly. So I want to move on to herbs because that's my thing. And I think in this specific season, herbs are abundant and we can use such a variety of herbs. This is a real time where we can kind of be quite lax with what we choose mm. and really use our senses um, to figure out what we like. And you'll probably go and walk around and in a couple of weeks or even now you'll see people are having cinnamon lattes, pumpkin spice this. And that's because those flavors characterize this season. So it's we like have the mental association. Yeah. So what we, we kind of already know where, where to begin. And I like to make some teas. Ginger and licorice tea is great. Fennel. So we got that kind of warming but spice spiced element in there mm. that really helps with digestion. And there's different types of fennel as well. There is. There's um so they call it dill seed also. There's a, I don't remember the English version. <laughs> there's two kinds of fennel and one's a bit sweeter, but I like to mix both of them. You can tell one's a bit more green in colour and mm, one's darker. darker. And you boil them in a pan for about 10 to 15 minutes. Um, this is not that you pour boiling water over. You want to boil those seeds because remember, they've got rough exteriors. We need to break down their, their exteriors to get flavour out. I like to add clove. I like to have mm. aniseed. Think about all of those sweet, spicy Cinnamon. things. Exactly. I'm not too sure about coriander tea, though, to be honest. Coriander tea is something you would blend. I Not many people would probably want it on its own. It's yeah. like rosemary and thyme. You want to do mm. them together. And remember, always add your herbal honeys. Add your sweetness in there to kind of help that move softly through your body because that's also lubricating us in this dry season. Remember, we need to add those sweet tastes along with our teas. And one of the specifics I wanted to talk about is my favourites, which are adaptogens. And this season is a great time for your mushrooms and your ashwagandha. Ashwagandha specifically, because it really is going to promote that routine, the strong sleep, strong digestion, proper elimination and strength at this time. And just putting a bit in your coffee having it on its own. You can get it in tablet form now. Just make sure that you're getting a really good quality ashwagandha and taking it regularly. Um, five grams a day is more than enough for most people. And that will really help you um, implement that regular routine. That will really help you implement um, stability during this erratic time. And just a recap, sorry, for those of you that have never heard of an adaptogen or don't know what it is, adaptogens are a set of herbs and they are characterized by their ability to help us reduce stress and help us really balance out our stress hormones. But in addition to that, they really help promote good tissue growth, good balance, overall digestion and wellness of the body and tissues and great brain function. There are a range of adaptogens, including a lot of the mushrooms like reishi, lion's mane and chaga, as well as holy basil. There are a massive range of different ginsengs from different countries, and all of these come to the range or categorized as adaptogens in, in terms of herbs. And they generally are to promote good health. Um, however, depending on what your situation is, if you have fatigue or you suffer from any kind of immune conditions, you can really hone into a specific adaptogen that's for you. So you can either work with me on that. Um, you can check my website out if you want to get in touch and see what kind of adaptogen will specifically support you this season. Um, but consulting a herbalist is a great way or a great place to start. And if you're looking for any more free resources relating to your dosha, to the seasonal dosha of autumn, which is vata, 
or any specifics because remember these are all specific and can affect you in different ways depending on what your dominant or imbalance is currently. I will be doing a YouTube video very soon so keep your eyes on my channel called Holistic Herbal Wisdom. Please go ahead and check out some of my other videos and subscribe because I will be doing a video on this Vata season with some more specifics about how we can change our movement and our yoga practice as well as other living and lifestyle practices. You can also catch some more Ayurvedic lifestyle information and tips if you subscribe to my mailing list, which I will leave in the show notes below. So in closing, autumn is actually my favourite season. It's a beautiful season. It's time to observe the beauty of the change from lush green to the golden browns and reds. And it's got my favourite aromas like spiced, woody, um, really grounding smells, um, as well as foods, comforting foods. It's really characterised by choosing to spend time with people I really care about and having deep and meaningful conversations over like a nice warm coffee with some spices or really nourishing ashwagandha milk that can energise me when I'm feeling quite low. And this is just the first part. I feel like the Vata season or the Vata Dosha itself in correlation to autumn, there is much more that I'd like to share with you, uh, especially with yoga, movement and asana practices. So the next part of this will be more geared towards some of the restoration practices you can do, some specific pranayama you can do, as well as some journaling and meditative practices. Thank you for joining us on this part one of supporting yourself this Vata season. We look forward to catching you in part two. See you next time.